Well, good evening, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. So uh, I opened the Whistle Stop Cafe this morning. I was there quite early, about 5, 5.30, no, 6.30 I was there this morning. And I've been thinking about some stuff all day, and I've wanted to stop and do a quick little little chat uh, a few times today, but time's gotten away from me, and I just haven't been able to. Also, I sit down to, to, to speak my mind, and I'm kind of all over the place lately, but I'm going to do my best to be clear and concise with what I want to talk about tonight. We have to start, we have to stop pandering to bogus ideologies. We have to stop. I watch our governments um, try and fail and try and fail again to pander to people that are never, ever going to vote for them. These are the people that literally go to a town hall and scream about how they support Klaus Schwab and they are happy to own nothing because they're not selfish and everybody else who wants to own things is selfish. I watch politicians bend their knee to people who have obvious issues and I watch politicians make policy based on the idea that we have to affirm every single issue that everybody has. I'm done with that. You know, our, our provincial government here in Alberta, the United Conservative Party, uh, with Daniel Smith as the Premier, they're doing some good things, but they keep making the same mistake. And I don't, I don't know if somebody in the inner circle needs to get fired or what, but something's got to change because, you know, the base, the people that elected this government are starting to get really pissed off. We do not believe for one second that we need to be net zero. As a matter of fact, the vast majority of us voters who voted for the UCP think net zero is nothing but a wealth distribution, wealth redistribution scheme to benefit certain people. I mean, we know that. The evidence is there. If you bother to dig a little deeper than what the mainstream media was telling you over the last 10, 15, 20 years about climate change, you'll find out that they're absolutely full of shit. It's not even that difficult. As a matter of fact, go over to uh, www.energytalkingpoints.com. That's our friend Alex Epstein over there. He is a philosopher who just happens to be uh, well-versed in the climate arguments and what he's done is he's shown us a different way to think about things so that we can actually identify what's really going on so check it out but it's like our governments just think that they have to do these things to get elected it's it's mind-boggling I'm uh, mostly supportive of our provincial government, but there are things that really grind my gears. If I have to quote a famous philosopher, Peter Griffin. 
For instance, throwing conservatives throwing conservatives under the bus so they can try and gain some favor with people that are never going to vote for them. You know, the, the, the people that said the things they did about my MLA, Jennifer Johnson, they're never going to vote conservative. They're never going to vote UCP. And by bending the knee to their lying bullshit narrative that made a really amazingly awesome lady, Jennifer Johnson, look like something she wasn't, that's a, that's not cool. This stuff has to stop. We're fighting something really big here. Uh, recently in Alberta, the leader of the NDP, the New Democratic Party, I don't know why they even call it that, of Alberta, or of Canada, uh, Rachel Notley, she resigned. She's not going to be the leader of the party anymore. So now there's a bunch of, uh, of communists who want to take that position. Gil McGowan is one of them. Gil McGowan is the president of the Alberta Federation of Labor. And uh, you know what? I've actually quoted uh, that, that, that wrong in the past. I said something about the ATA or whatever, but it's the Alberta Federation of Labor. Anyway, Gil McGowan's a dink. Um, do a quick Google search on the way he interacts with people who have opposing views to him. He is not a nice person at all. But what Gil McGowan is going to do for us, going to do for you, going to do for me and the rest of Alberta, is he is going to show us exactly how corrupt the NDP are. Did you know that the NDP Provincial Board is made up mostly of union bosses? Those union bosses are also involved in the PACs that contribute to the NDP campaign. They're the ones that pay for the ads that tell you Daniel Smith and the Conservatives are going to sell the hospitals and you're going to have to pay for a doctor if the UCP is elected. They're the ones that lie to you and tell you that uh, certain Conservatives say that trans kids are poop. Nobody that I know has ever said that, but they say it anyway. They repeat that lie and then somehow the lie becomes truth enough that people vote based on that lie. Our hospitals didn't get sold. It was obviously, obviously obviously a lie, and they're just allowed to get away with it. Well, I'm done with that. I am done with people like Gil McGowan and other union bosses who sit on the provincial board of the Alberta NDP using you and your trials, tribulations, struggles, whatever, your labor concerns, whatever, to funnel money from Albertans in order to benefit themselves. Hear what I'm saying? The NDP is supported by the union bosses in this province, largely. They have hundreds of thousands of employee of union members that work under their union that must send them money. Then they take that money and they use it to campaign or to assist in campaigning to elect an NDP government who gives them a seat at the table. It's disgusting. And I don't know why it's allowed. I don't understand why people aren't more pissed off about this, but it's got to stop. 
and it's got to stop now. That's what we're fighting. We're fighting organized crime. We're fighting a group that literally wants a socialist, dystopian nightmare for this province and this country who are able to take your money, whether you want to support that type of idea or not, and then use it to advance that idea through Alberta politics. Meanwhile, conservatives are yelling at each other because they don't like the color of each other's shirts. We've got to get our shit together. Anyway, uh, it's getting late. I'm tired. But I just kind of wanted to throw that out there and let you know that I've been thinking about this, and I think it's time we start talking about it. Also, if you haven't got your ticket to Tucker Carlson, Rex Murphy, and Conrad Black in Edmonton, January 24th, and yes... The left has started a petition to get the event cancelled. They're pressuring Rogers Place to not allow Tucker Carlson to speak because, heaven forbid, in this country, this free country of Canada, we allow people with opposing views to speak. I mean, that can't happen, right? They're trying to get it shut down, but it's not going to happen. I imagine there's going to be protests outside. There's going to be people out there lying. Gil McGowan's probably going to be doing his thing, talking about how, oh, these conservatives are just talking about murdering everybody that they don't agree with. But that's not what's going to happen there. It's going to be an amazing time. We're going to have a... uh, It's going to be very entertaining because if you've watched Tucker Carlson and Rex Murphy and Conrad Black before, um, it is very entertaining. And it's it's common sense entertainment, which is kind of what we're looking for now. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is because I still have a bunch of tickets in row four and row five right on the floor. Basically, if, if Tucker's a moist talker, you're going to get moisted. That's how close to the stage you are. Uh, I've dropped the price down to $300 because my friend David Parker with Take Back Alberta found a couple of sponsors to help buy the cost of the ticket down. So they dropped from $500 to $300. He's doing what he can to help me sell the tickets because we've got to fill those row four, that row four and row five because um, it's going to look pretty silly if there's nobody right up, right up close to the stage. Anyway... Uh, I had a little bit of an idea. Sorry, it wasn't my idea. It was somebody else's, but I'll take it because it was good. I think people in row four and row five should be wearing shirts that have letters on them. Maybe the letters can be like S-A-V-E-T-H-E-C-O-U-T-S-B-O-Y-S or something like that. So that when Tucker and Rex and Conrad are looking out over the crowd, they're going to see a bunch of people sitting right in the front and their shirts spell save the coots boys and then it's going to bring up the question what do you mean save the coots boys maybe it will open a conversation wouldn't that be nice wouldn't that be nice if our american friends and their huge news network that is uh is definitely seen globally knew that in alberta there are men who spoke out against the government who protested and they've been in jail for 706 days with no trial And no bail. Wouldn't it be cool if our American neighbors knew that story and started talking about it? I wonder if it would make a difference. I wonder if our government would be embarrassed enough that they would do something about this. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I'm literally a waitress that can cook. So we'll see how it goes. Anyway, if you want to buy a ticket, www.whistlestoptruckstop.ca. You can find the tickets in the shop. There is also a portal there 
for Wayfarer at the back tickets. They are a pay what you can. Um, if there aren't any left in there, I'll go and refill the, the inventory tomorrow because I think I can get another 100 or so from David. But anyway, have a great night, people. Please buy all the tickets and uh, let's have a great time on the 24th. Good night.